How is it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 22 of the Casual Football. No, the Casual... You got this. Football show, right? You got this. Yes. Early Monday. <laughs> Early Monday, even though it's nearly, um, nearly the afternoon. We're coming with uh, coming to you guys with both mics working this time. Uh, we sorted the problems out. <laughs> Every other it's week, some okay. every other week, something hits us differently. So uh, we're still sorting stuff out. <laughs> yeah, it's becoming comical at this point, but we're yeah. still learning. We're still super early on, aren't we? So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We promise. In, in no time, it'll be a it'll, it'll be like a full production, better than the Joe Rogan podcast. So it'll be all good. Uh, yeah, I mean, give it a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's already been twenty two to perfect the craft, but it's all right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, it's been a, quite a um. Quite a mad, mad week of football, really. There's been a lot of things, you know, there's been some really crazy scores, there's been some uh, really crazy games, title races on the line. So uh, I guess we'll kick us off with the actual managerial use of the of the week. Yeah, I mean, so obviously Chelsea have been looking for a while. They've got a super Frank at the moment who's doing God. an amazing job, let's yeah. say. Uh, which is a real shame. I like Frank, but yeah, he's not up to this task. But the new manager looks all but confirmed. We've got we've got a fab tweet saying that he'll be surprised if anything else doesn't happen. So it's looking like Pochettino will be the next Chelsea manager. What's your kind of initial thoughts on that? See, I I think Poch is a good manager. See, like from I know we have a little bit differing opinions of what he did at Tottenham. I think he was reasonably successful. Obviously, the last season wasn't too great. However, I think he's a decent manager. It's just going to Chelsea, like, he's going to need some time, let's be honest. Like, to actually, like, do something, he's going to need some time. And Chelsea's yeah, not going to give him time. Like, like, his heights on Tottenham were incredible. They were an incredible team. Champions League final, that season wasn't great domestically, yeah. but they got second, didn't they, behind Leicester. They probably should have won it that season, considering how many points was there to win it it was doable but yeah like he's a manager that got really got the players fighting for him didn't he which is good mm. to see and something that Chelsea desperately <laughs> fucking need they need someone to believe in um obviously he has the pedigree he's managed PSG taking them to obviously league titles so you not, know, not the not hardest much. job though is it <laughs> no 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 but it's definitely not going to be an authority question there yeah it's just can you get him on the right the biggest thing is it's the task of thinning out the team, isn't it? Like he's gonna be there day one and yeah. they're gonna be like, Look, you've got three or four days, give us a list of names you want gone and we'll get them gone because they're gonna mm. have to. But like, can I think Pot will Poch win silverware with them? Like, yes, probably likely so. Well that sort of a team will be hard not to win it. Yeah, like something. He'll probably get minimum sort of year and a half, won't you, at any club nowadays, yeah. kind of that year and six months is kind of what you get unless you're doing really bad so yeah will he win some kind of cup i think very likely so is he going to be like do i see them winning a title with potch and i don't see it personally uh but i know i know you rate him more than yeah i mean i don't know if i don't see it ever i don't think i see it see it within the first season or two but i think they'll be a lot more competitive than they are now what i'd like him to do is maybe like Keep Lampard managing, obviously, for the rest of the season. But when they do come from Poch, actually get him like working in and around the stadium, so he gets the feel of the players, full of the squad. You know, obviously, just looking at the training, you're going to be able to see who's the kind of you know weaker links, who's to sell off in the summer, and then like from that start seeing you know what kind of you know what kind of transfers you're doing. Like I, I wouldn't want him to like come in, you know, at the end of the season and then start doing his stuff. I, I would rate it if he came in. And gets got stuck in with the whole team and everything from the from the get go. Obviously, like gave Lampard his uh, I guess his shot for the for the next what couple games, but like actually seeing what the squad is like, see what you can you know offload, see who could be like you know, um, you know matching up to his kind of style of football and that kind of stuff. I like that to be fair. Like if they, for example, say they offer him the contract or whatever, they they could tweet out like Poch will be our manager for next year, wouldn't they? Like. That's totally fair. And, like, get him, you know, get him observing training sessions. Just put yeah. him up in, you know, the stands next to the training ground. One, you'll get a massive kick out of the players because then they'll be obviously being watched for next year. Yeah. And two, like, it'll be a massive test of attitude, wouldn't it? Like, which players are about it, which aren't. Mm. And then, yeah, for, like, he'll say, this guy's good, but I'm not going to play with a defensive fullback, so he's probably not needed. Yeah. Or, you know, 
this guy's really class, but I don't see myself playing of a, a false nine or a number 10, so is he really needed? And they can mm. make me make, make some of the obvious decisions early, possibly. Yeah, Get I'm... some fucking players <laughs> on the market. Yeah, literally. I mean, what I like about that kind of a, um, I don't know if it's been done before, it can even be done, but like, you know, it doesn't throw him like straight into the deep end. Like, he has the floaties on, you know, he's kind of in the paddling pool with it all. You, than... you lose a lot of your leeway though, don't you, if you do this? What do you mean? So like say I don't know, say Poch spends the last three weeks of the season watching training, yeah. gets a whole preseason with the team, gets all these transfers, you're pretty much expecting good results straight away, aren't you, in that scenario? Yeah. But the thing but, is But but he's paid to do a good job, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I mean fucking day. The, the I guess the opposite end of the stick though is that like when he does, let's say he came in straight for like what last five games. Let's say yeah. he starts doing bad still. Yeah, it's not they're, good. It's they're good. gonna be like, like the fans aren't gonna be happy. That's the fourth manager this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think that's an option. I think Frank's gonna have to see him out. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. I feel, I feel like if Frank sees him out and then Poch kind of does his thing around in and around the ground, how you said, kind of sits sits just above the training kind of stuff in the stadium and shit. It, I think it would be quite a nice. Way to introduce him to the to the mess he's coming into, you know. Okay, so the simple question: Will they win silverware under Poch? I think as a Chelsea Football Club, with the players they have, and Pochettino on the fence, stop it. Huh? <laughs> You're sitting on the fence. Stop it. I think they will. You think they will? Yeah. I would be inclined to say yes as well, but I if you told me would they collect more than 1.5 trophies under him, I would say no. I think they'll probably win something under him. But yeah. it, could I see them winning, you know, a Carabao Cup and then the next year winning an FA Cup as well, like that kind of level of success, yeah. like consistent trophy wear? Yeah. I don't know if I see that, but yeah, I'll be surprised if he doesn't get... I think he'll get a good tune out of them. I think their ceiling will go really high. Like some weeks, Chelsea, under Poch, with this team, will be fucking unplayable. You know, the energy that Poch plays with, like, it's something it's some ridiculous. Like, the top five kilometres travelled by any teams, yeah. three of them are Tottenham under Poch or something ridiculous really? like that. Like, he fucking slaughters them, like, get yeah. out. But then, obviously, that comes with his downsides, doesn't it? You know, if Man City pass for your press, then you're going to look like clowns. Yeah. But it'll get him going. Like, their ceiling will be really high on the day. So, well, and let's be honest, that's what uh, Chelsea need at the moment. And they don't have European football next year by the looks of it. So if they don't by win the it, looks of it, yeah, by, by by the obvious look of it, um, but I mean obviously <laughs> no Europa League and everything, um, so like not winning the FA Cup or like at least you know challenging for like there's the FA Cup Carabao Cup like like you need to be challenging for that as Chelsea next season. Yeah, like the kind of minimum thing that like, I'm thinking is like you got a you got to see a semi final, don't you, out of all the, out of the two domestic cups. Yeah. And then you want Champions League football, don't you, in the Premier League? But, you know, if you see one final and then one early exit, or you see two semi-finals, then it's a good first bout, isn't it? As long as he can get top five in the league. Mm. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. But is Pochettino the better man for the job than uh, Nagelsmann or Luis Enrique? Uh, I think he might, just because of the Chelsea culture, I think he might be a better fit than Nagelsmann. I think the whole 35 years old thing might be... It isn't a problem, and it shouldn't be a problem. But at no. Chelsea, it probably would be. With the players they have there, with just the style of the club, I just don't think it fits well. I think Chelsea's it's a bit just, early. It's, it's such a different, like, fish to fry, you know, Chelsea. Like, it's so different than any other club in the world right now. Yeah, you've got, you got to be a kind of, you got to be that guy, don't you, to manage yeah, Chelsea. So, and yeah, whether that's healthy or not, it doesn't matter, because that's <laughs> how they've won all their success. So... Yeah. Yeah, I would Enrique be a better fit. I think so. But really? It, I think so. like he's that he's he's him, any man. Like he I has think, won everything there is to win. I think, as and, a but person, I think if he ain't taking this Chelsea job, he isn't coming back to no, club managing, is he? Not. Probably not. I mean, the thing is, like, unless Barcelona come, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. But I feel like Poch, though, like he comes with that Premier League experience. So, like, yeah. you know, I like, think they're a bit fed up of. But then Potter had it all. <laughs> yeah, but. We said this before. Potter isn't like the man, you know. I think Pochettino has more about him than Potter, like with his personality, how you know how he uh, does his players, you know how he makes their mentality and stuff. So I think, as a manager, he's definitely a lot better than Potter was 
people probably. are going to be more prepared to go to war for Potter, aren't they, than they were yeah, for Potter. No, I don't think anyone in that squad wanted to go to battle for Potter, did they? Nah. And that was a bit on circumstance, let's be honest. You know, like, he could have had fucking three training 11s going on at once in a training <laughs> match, but it is what it is. He was paid to be the manager, wasn't he? And he didn't get them. They weren't warriors, were they, at all? No. That's kind of what Chelsea were in, in there. In their heyday, they would leave it all on the pitch, you know, fight mm. for the badge, that kind of energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I see success in their future. I think hopefully, if I was a Chelsea fan, this can at least provide stability. Like, even when Poch probably comes to his end of his Chelsea career, they're probably not going to be in eleventh with however many games lost, are they? No. I love how we're talking so... about Poch's um, end of his career as has even started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, I think this will 100% stable the ship yeah. um, and get them much closer to what they're used to. So, yeah, that's not a bad thing. They can start actually building a transfer strategy. Obviously, the most recent window looked like an actual strategy, which is mm. fine. But obviously, the one before that was chaos. So, yeah, hopefully yeah. we can see a bit of consistency with them now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be hard not to win anything or like at least be competitive anything, spending 600 million every summer. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like, Bowley wants to give people time, but he can't, can he? Like, if, if, you, if he spends another, what, 150 million, maybe a bit more bit more sensible this time, then, again, well, they'll need fucking results, won't they? Yeah, absolutely. Is, is that enough chat about Poch? <laughs> I think we talked about it pretty in-depthly there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we'll talk about it a lot probably when it gets announced as yeah, well. When we gets... maybe do like maybe do like a starting eleven, like how we, how's Poch yeah. gonna line up? Do you what, think what, stuff what, like that? What, what kind of players Poch will actually want in this team and see how we actually play the uh, Tottenham and everything? Yeah, so we'll, we'll check was. Tottenham. We'll see maybe who they'll sign, maybe a few suggestions, something like that. Ooh. But I'm not sure what the recent news is about Aubameyang, but imagine Aubameyang coming back into the starting eleven again. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're just gonna fucking terminate his contract, aren't they? If no one's willing to buy him, do, do you reckon he's but, just gonna be a full-time Gabon player? I have no idea. I, I, rumors are that Barcelona are gonna come back for him again, um, but they'll just they'll be like, we're not paying Why? you anything. Just just give us him, and we'll Why? pay his contract and. I mean, he did okay for them, but then why why sell him back if he was doing but, it? Yeah, but you got Lewandowski. Yeah, and then all the players they have just. In that league, you just bring in a young kid to back him up, don't you? Yeah, like that man is closer to retirement than anything else. <laughs> yeah, both of them. I mean, if they had Lewandowski and Aubameyang, is there one and two? That is an old striker one and two, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a bit of a lethal one, though, still. Yeah, they're good <laughs> goals, but the super hot topic, I think we've kind of beaten around a bush of it with the with the Chelsea checks. I know you're a bit yeah. sore, but nah. this, this week was the week. Um... The final, the you know, as everyone kept calling it, uh, mm. Man City Arsenal happened this week. Uh, what what's your initial thoughts off the top of the dome? Um, I mean, like, gotta be disappointed with the actual game itself, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, not too impressed how we played. We just we didn't look like we wanted it really. We looked a little scared, and yeah, I mean, what, what else can I say about the title is is pretty much, you know, sealed now for Man City's way if they win the next game, I believe. There'll be four points ahead. You know, obviously anything can happen in the Premier League. Like, there's still, what, five games to go. So, you know, we've got Chelsea next as well. So we'll see what happens. But I'm not, you know, I'm not shouting that we're going to win the league anymore. Yeah, like, it's still there, isn't it? They've still got to play Champions League football. They still have another yeah. final. It's still there, isn't it? Like, it isn't completely done, but it's because it's Man City, isn't it? That just feels like it's done. But Man City what do you feel like, what do you feel like about actually, like, on the day? Because I really, I've heard quite a lot of opinions, people um, online, obviously, talking about the game, yeah. saying that from Arteta, it's just obviously what some people are saying. It was a bit, it was a bit naive. Like, you tried to get at Man City, didn't you? And then just one ball and Haaland was, like, clean through with De Bruyne, like, two or three times, like... Was it a bit naive, or is it totally fair to you know play? We've played our game all season. What's when everyone play our game? Is that fair, I mean, or is, should this have been a bit of an exception? I feel, I feel it's like all hindsight for us. Yeah, don't get me wrong. yeah, I know. I think it's I think it's a little bit of you know a two edged sword. You know, in a way of like, you know, when you come to Man City and their, their stadium, like you 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 do got to play a little bit different than the usual, don't you? You got to be a little bit more reserved. Like it, it, at the end of the day, it's Man City, like. <laughs> You know, I mean, we've never seen as dominant of a Premier League team over a short, short period of time. Like, 
In the yeah. last five years, they've been borderline unbeatable, haven't they? Like, what is their win percent? Probably over 90% right? yeah, over the last five years. Something mental. But, like, I guess it maybe is a little bit of naivety, you know? Like, maybe we should have given more respect or... Yeah, maybe we should have given more respect. Maybe, you know, we're like... Maybe we thought we were a little bit too good, better than mm-hmm. we actually are. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, we could have played a little bit different for sure. But I think going out there and actually trying to win the game is a good mentality. It should have actually got the players going and rather than actually being scared. But what it seemed like is that actually they were scared. So maybe we should have sat back. I don't know. It's, it's a little disappointing from the players that they were a little bit scared, you know, because you could just see it by, you know, how we were playing. Just... Yeah, I think this is like, this is a definition of like tactics to tactics, wasn't it? Like the pl- clear plan was for Man City was like to stop the ball getting into Saka's and Martinelli's feet. The rest will kind of take care of itself. Over yeah. in the midfield will be a fine. Saka and Martinelli had to have recorded the least touches this season I mean, in the game to, by to far. Be fair, right? Um, Martinelli just didn't get past to. Like majority majority of the game, like the the ball is going more towards Saka and through the middle rather than actually Martinelli itself, which I feel yeah. like is the first team mistake. Because Martinelli has that kind of energy where you like kind of just ping the ball in, in front of the player and you just run out and just see kind of what happens. Whereas there's kind of a very reserved kind of style of play, you know, passing it side to side. Like we had a lot, we have a lot of possession in the first half, but like no, like pretty much no shots, no shots on target, like. You know, it's all good having a possession, but if you're not trying to, you know, make something in a final third, then what is the possession for? Yeah, totally. Like this Man City team as well. I was like the first Man City team I remember watching that that track back like they track back now. It is yeah. honestly a sight to behold when they lose the ball. Like Jack Grealish is like the first man behind the ball, and there's like eleven other players. Yeah, he's like they're bombing on left winger, and every time they're like. Literally, the only man that's not behind the ball sometimes is Haaland. Everyone else, as soon as they get... I just... Yeah. People will take points on off them, don't get me wrong. But if they play 6 out of 10, 6.5 out of 10, who can beat them at the moment? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just to, um, I guess, put a little bit of light on, like, good light on uh, Arsenal, you know, I, I still think it's a successful season for us, you know, like... What Mar- what Arteta- Mikel Arteta has done, I think it's going a little bit under the radar because, you know, he took us from 8th to 5th, then he took us from 5th now to 2nd, and I think it's just a constant progression. So even though, you know, the chances of us winning the title now are, what, like 5% probably, 15 I th- I think it's still been a really good season for us, and yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Have you seen all the debate online about Arsenal versus Man United season, I assume, yeah? Nah, not really, to be honest. People, so people are saying, like, who's had the better season, Arsenal or Man United? Yeah. Obviously, you've finished one place above them. Obviously, that's perspective. It's a massive fucking difference. But they've won silverware. You've both qualified for Champions League. But they've yeah. actually won a cup. So people are saying that potentially Man United have actually had a better I, season I t- than you. I'll tell you what, I'll probably piss off a lot of people here, but... It's just these delusional Man United fans. <laughs> like it look, bro. Like it. It honestly, like it. It makes me angry that you have to use up my energy talking about this. Cause, like, just look at our teams, man. Look at this. Look at the way we play, and look at the way people talk about us. And then look at Man United. Like, man, it's, it's not comparable right now. Like, okay, you've won what the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup, whatever it was. Yeah. That that meaningless trophy. That Carabao, yeah. That fucking literally, I could make that trophy from a empty McFlurry pot, bro. I stuck my <laughs> spoon in it. Like it, it doesn't mean anything. The way they won it was the easiest they could have. They had the easiest draw. And <laughs> coming back to the league, bro, it's like it's like in Formula One, bro. Like us and Man City are right at the top, battling each other, and then you have Man City battling the rest. No, sorry, Man United yeah. battling the rest. Like it's not comparable when there's Premier League One and the Premier League One Point Five. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I, I, I honestly, a lot of people are taking the Man United side. I think you'd be surprised, um, just because people say obviously silverware is why you play the game, isn't it? But yeah, yeah it's, but... I don't. The, the, the difference is one of you hasn't finished second and third. One of you has finished third, and one of you have been the leader of the title for two hundred and sixty yeah. days. Like it's not just exactly. second, is it? No, and it's like you know they may have won the trophy, but you know I feel like actually how we were playing and 
what we were playing for was a lot more important than that one FA Cup win. Yeah, I mean, if you if I mean, if you still can, obviously, but if you take this trophy away from the first Haaland, Man City, like what the fucking like, madness, isn't it? It's literally crazy. Like I was, I was, have, I was looking at a tweet and it was like, oh, if X player is injured, like who do they replace him with? Like oh, like Haaland's injured, let's replace him with Alvarez. Oh no, sorry, if De Bruyne can't play, let's replace him with Alvarez. If if Odegaard is injured, we have to replace him with Fabio fucking Vieira. <laughs> like, well, you should have picked Vieira and Alvarez on the same kind of level. <laughs> you see the fucking goal we scored yesterday. Yeah, he's exactly. Back up, bro, and he's just like fucking picking them out of a dime like that. You're like, what the uh, fuck exa- is going exactly. on? Exactly. So like, like even though Arsenal played well, the squad depth on those motherfuckers is too good, man. Like, it's it's so uncomparable. It's crazy. Yeah, their recruitment's been fucking incredible, hasn't it? Like, it's crazy. The the only kind of whiff you can even think about is in recent is Phillips, isn't it? But yeah. like, if you had to start Phillips in midfield over Rodri, how many less points would they have this season? Not not a lot. Whereas I, I <laughs> not a lot. Where, whereas we had to start Jorginho, the stationary turret, <laughs> or or Mohamed Elneny, which is injured for the rest of the season. Yeah, you probably shouldn't start him if he's injured. But well, I mean, that's the, that's our first string fucking CDM. That is. Oh, it's fucking comedy. Isn't it? And guess but... what? If Shaka's injured, we have to play fucking Fabio Vieira as well. <laughs> and then nah, you'll get there. Another big window for Arsenal. Um, yeah. And then the whole debt thing will be, you know, less less of a right to complain about because you'd yeah. have had two windows at it now to keep developing the squad like Trossard is the definition of Trossard was competition up Trossard front was and an potentially amazing starting Trossard. yeah Georgina like, was a great signing as well like compared to what you had coming off the bench he's miles better yeah I mean I feel like so you'll get there yeah I feel like you know he was a pretty good signing for just like see it out for the rest of the season you know we couldn't get what's his name Kaiseida we um couldn't get Rice this uh this Window Weaver. Well, I don't think we even tried to get him this transfer window. I think we're just waiting to see what happens with West Ham if they go down. I think, yeah, I think, I think they wanted a crazy amount in the January. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I think we're waiting on that. So uh, I feel like next season, if we get the right signings, it's gonna be it's gonna be a cool one. It will be cool to see Arsenal and Man City challenging again for the title. I think lots yeah. of people are going just because it's Arsenal to write you off again. Um, probably yeah. not not entirely sort of thing, but they're not there no not many people are gonna suggest you're gonna challenge again, barring an exceptional window, which you should have, let's be yeah. honest. Um but yeah, it would be really cool to see you guys challenging again. The problem is is, you know, will anyone be able to beat this Man City's pet? But oh, that God. is the nature of competition, isn't it? There's just, always a best person to beat. I just can't wait till Pep leaves. Like he he's <laughs> he's overdue his stay, man. Like it's <laughs> It is crazy, isn't it? But I think the foot loss is going to be crazy when he leaves, but I don't think I'm in the mass with that. I I, I think it's going to be crazy. I think we're really going to see what he's been doing. I, I, they'll, they'll still put up 70, uh, you know, 80 plus points, won't they? Absolutely. But I think they'll still will be they challenging put up the 95? titles. But, yeah. I think they'll be challenging titles. Obviously, again, it depends actually who they get because, you know, you, know, you never know what kind of manager steps into his shoes, but that team is just incredible. Even if they had that squad not the starting 11 but the actual squad itself they'd be challenging for the league for at least the next two two to three years what if they're side nobody yeah yeah kind of minimum minimum two and you'd probably say yeah. like that team is people, crazy people like Mares and stuff like that are falling off aren't they but then their backups are doing so well that when Mares gets 90 minutes he fucking yeah. puts a hat-trick past people in the semi-finals yeah, of the cup it's like for example um when Arsenal are playing Man City well, were you subbing on like Emil Smith Rowe, Reese Nelson, Eddie Nikita? Foden <laughs> comes on, Maris comes on, and you're just like, Are you fucking serious, man? Like, what is this? Yeah, Mar- what, Maris scored 20 plus last year. Foden was the young player of the year last year. Do, <laughs> like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what, do you know what the, the pain is here? Is Man City is too, too OP. Yeah, they're do, fucking nuts, man. I hope they just take away their points so we win. No, it would be a sad way to win, but at least you'd win. I, I take it. <laughs> I take it. At the start of the season, I was like, nah, 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 we're gonna win it. We're gonna make sure we actually win it. Win it. Nah, fuck it. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Should we kind of move on from Man City? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's enough for Man City kind of talk. I think we should focus on the next team, which is kind of losing the wheel to the ship for, and has been losing the wheel to the ship for quite a while now, which is uh, you know, the other North London team across the across the street. Yeah, I'll kind of go ahead and give my Tottenham thoughts. Just check your phone. I just text you. Okay. Um, yeah. So on text on Tottenham, uh, it's been a bit of a fucking mad one, hasn't it? Obviously, since Conte's left, uh, they obviously got rid of Conte. But they kept all of his backroom staff, his assistant manager, everything. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been an odd one. And then, obviously, he got battered by Newcastle yeah. um, and lost his job. <laughs> and now Ryan Mason is back. Um, and in a crazy game versus Liverpool yesterday, Sweden 3-0 down in 20 minutes. The same yeah. as Newcastle. But they clawed it back. Very Tottenham, let's be honest. A second half comeback. Yeah. Um, I I'm desperate to hear your thoughts on Richarlison. I was literally about to say before we say anything, can we talk about that fucking clown, <laughs> bro? My man took his. So I saw stats. There was like Richarlison right in games, scored a goal, took his shirt off, got a yellow card, goal got disallowed, <laughs> scored another goal, took his shirt off, got a red card, goal got disallowed, and now he's done the chicken dance. And then they proceeded to lose. This is what you call an absolute clown of a human being, yet alone a player. I, was... I, the, to the levels to which I hate this person, and I don't even know him, shouldn't be a thing, but I fucking hate him. I hate him. He's an absolute cunt of a human seeing being. Him, seeing him and son doing that fucking... Chicken dance, and again, Bro. once they when they equalise, it's funny, it's cool, and then Tottenham just pass it to Jota to score less than sixty seconds later. Um, you'd imagine Richardson is on a halfway line, like holy fuck, I'm gonna get mean forever. <laughs> it's just so hard Bro. to watch, isn't it? At this point, if I were, like, they are becoming refund FC. <laughs> like, oh god it's tough isn't it but it's actually mental like to, to, like I'm sorry for all the Tottenham fans because I I wish I could feel your pain I'll never feel your pain because I'm an Arsenal fan but wow you guys are a joke it's fucking <laughs> like, tough innit? and then like Kane's just scoring goals every single week no matter what they fucking do you, every time you check the Tottenham result Kane has scored like, yeah. what the fuck in this man? He needs to... Have you seen the clips of the Man United fans singing to Kane? Nah. Yeah, it's, obviously, it's like a corner or whatever, so Kane's just stood there waiting for the corner to come in. And the Man United fans are like, we'll, okay, we'll see you in June. Mm. We will see you. Uh. And they're like, we'll see you in June. Um, he would be a class nah, signing got... for Man United, man. I think the irony is his goals would probably dry up a little bit just because it would. I think it just would happen. It's because it wouldn't um, be just sieving all through him. It would be actually that there's going to be goals scored by other people as well in that team. Yeah, but he's just so world class at everything else as well. And he he'll yeah. he'll put up seven plus assists, won't he? And he'll yeah. you know he'll score a few corners. He'll score a few worldies. He just brings everything. But yeah, yeah he needs to get the fuck. And Tottenham need him to leave at this point because they need to rebuild because. It's getting to the point now where it is laughable how hard he is carrying his team and they, yeah. they need to get away from it because soon he just won't be there, will he? The thing is, I feel like without Kane, Tottenham would probably be battling in like 8th or ninth This season, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, mostly, well, like Sons fell off pretty hard, hasn't he? Yeah, he's had a bad year. Like... Without some yeah, firing on the first, the first like 10 Kane 15 games, gone. I think he had like one goal. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, Kane, Kane didn't score for a while, right? This season, or was it last season? I think that was last season. I think last, yeah, last season he had like a drought, didn't he, for ages? Him and Son, yeah, but, I don't know what, what is next for Tottenham, man. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> I'm not hearing any manager speculations. I think. It looks like Nagelsmann's most likely, but I think people just oh. default into that, aren't they? I, I think they're defaulting just he's a, man. I think it's just because he's the best manager on the market, but do you think he'll go there? I mean, they've got the best stadium, the best facilities. They just need better players, don't they? But, but... It's all good having the facilities, right? But I feel like Tottenham is kind of similar to um, to Arsenal was in a sense of like actually not spending too much money. 
Yeah. I swear in the summer, not not this summer, I think the last summer after they built their stadium, they didn't sign anybody. Yeah, it was the season when they were building their stadium. That's what they kept saying. They were like, we're, we're however much in debt, we can't sign anyone, right? Um, recently, they have spent a bit more money. Like, for example, they bought in the Brighton midfielder, didn't they? Basuma. Uh, and they bought that win back. What's his name? Pedro Poro. Yeah, that guy. He scored the goal. They bought... Parasit, Shaper with Charleston, like they've been spending money recently. Yeah. And quite a lot of them have been working out, but they were just Kulisevsky yeah. as well. Kulisevsky they made permanent hasn't been as great either recently, but no. uh, can we see a brighter future anywhere close to the horizon for Tottenham? <sighs> or are Newcastle almost definitely gonna take their place? Man, I think New I think Newcastle's like, you know, cementing their space, bracing out their name in the cement whilst it's drying. Fuck they look fucking quality, don't they? Mad, isn't it? And the thing is like um at the start of the season it was all about kind of like Almiron and stuff, wasn't it? Now yeah, it's completely, completely switched now. Now it's switched, yeah. Now they got their uh, Isaac and Wilson pairing kind of thing going on. It's crazy. Yeah, Joe Linton's quality again is quite funny, isn't it? But yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Tottenham, what do we think? If Margusman comes in, I'll I'll be impressed with how they attracted him. I'll be impressed. Yeah, if they if somehow they swindled Nagelsmann to somehow sign in that contract, like, oh, I will give you, like, 50 million a year and a Freddo. Thank God, they just... Like, he won't come if they're not going to continue to spend 100 billion plus every window, will he? Because what's the point? After being sacked from Bayern Munich, I would want to go into a job that's a little bit more friendly. And I don't think Tottenham's situation right now is friendly. I agree, but I think people are also understanding of where Tottenham are, aren't they? Like, the only goal for Tottenham, if you were there for four years, is to win one thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... That's, That's it. That's the only goal. To be to be fair, you're not wrong. I guess the the goal would be for an argument to please the fans, look like there's some kind of a progression. Good, yeah, give good press <laughs> conferences, make your fans actually like you. Yeah, maybe if you actually said something good about the club, it would be actually better on the players as well. <laughs> maybe if they were positive. <laughs> can, can you imagine like your manager be like, "Yeah, this club's shit. Like, we can't do fuck all," and then. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? That really fucking motivates me. <laughs> do you know what? I can't wait to come and spend £100 next week on my ticket and food. Fuck! <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, like our Bristol City manager, like he has said things in the past, like, like our club has, you know, financial issues and we can't, we don't have the liberties that other clubs have. But, like, that's just truth. He's not slagging anyone off. Yeah. Conte and Jose have been outright slagging the club off, aren't they? They're like, yeah. they don't fucking care. They don't <laughs> want it enough. They're not winners. They are losers. They're like, none of these things are facts, are they? No, it's, it's crazy, though, isn't it? Because, like, your boss and your job saying, like, look, the job you're doing right now, meaningless. You're shit. You're not going to be anything. We are not anything. But, by the way, see you tomorrow. Yeah. See you at work in the morning. Like, no, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. But, yeah. What do, I think they need to get rid of Kane. But, Spend well, the money wisely, hopefully. The thi- the thing is, uh, so- sorry for kind of cutting you off, but like, if I don't think Nagelsmann is actually the, I guess the manager for that because he lost his dressing room at Bayern. So yeah. if he's losing his dressing room at Bayern, how is he going to kind of win the dressing room over here and actually motivate them if he lost the dressing room because they didn't believe in his managerial quality I buy it. it's crazy isn't it uh, have you seen the stat of like Tuchel's record compared to Nagelsmann well it's crazy so, that, bef- isn't it? so before Tuchel got the job they had lost three games this year under Nagelsmann yeah Tuchel's already lost three games yeah it's crazy it's, it's crazy like but there must be something that we aren't obviously privy to in terms of information about himself like there's something that you know he lost he must have said something attitude something is off isn't it you don't get yeah. sacked with near a perfect record do you unless there's something weird yeah. but i mean like, if he's not the guy who is the guy potter <laughs> fucking hell um Gareth brendan, Br- Br- brendan rogers brendan rogers get him up there again david moyes <laughs> no it's terrible it's unless they poach boys. like Deserby from Brighton, Thomas Frank from Brentford, unless they yeah. go and poach someone else's manager, 
But it doesn't really happen anymore, does it? Like, actually taking other people's managers? It just doesn't really happen a lot. No, not really. Well, the last one was Potter, and But other than that... Yeah, and that yeah. was a massive exception because of Chelsea. You pretty much, your managers only have to fuck with the free market, don't yeah. you? Yeah, that's, Which that's is so interesting. weird, isn't it? Because I, feel I like wonder that, why. There used to be such a big thing about managers going here and there, innit? Yeah, and like people have talked about Arteta recently, haven't they? To like Barcelona and stuff, but like it's just not a thing, is it? It's not gonna happen. People don't, people don't really jump. Maybe there's something different about manager contracts. Mm. Maybe, maybe like the notice needed to give, or like you know, you can't just up and buy someone <laughs> out of their manager contract. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, should, should we move on to our next topic of the day? Lo- yeah. Lots of mayhem this week. Let's be honest, man. Crazy stories. A lot of stuff happening for sure, man. <laughs> um, our next topics are a little bit more, I guess. Well, are they a little bit more fun? A little bit more like predicting? A little and... bit more individual yeah. predictions, yeah. Yeah, it should, it should be a fun one. Um, So we're actually going to be predicting kind of Haaland's ha- goals for this season and actually talking about him joint joint breaking the record because obviously he um he called, was it Alan Shearer's, right? Is it Alan Shearer? I believe so. I haven't seen the exact stat. But yeah, 34 goals now in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, fucking... <laughs> mayhem obviously he's on pens which contribute a little bit but they all are aren't they when they break these records yeah. so i don't it's not even worth fucking saying in my opinion i think it's no. a little bit i mean how many pens has he scored though like it's not, it's not that he's been scoring penalties all the time it's not like double digits or yeah. anything like that it's like seven maybe eight yeah, something like that some, i would guess some, some are like yeah it, you know it's, not... but it's crazy 34 goals and he still has six more games to play that is um, ridiculous. Yeah, is it six? Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think? So, obviously, he's going to break it. Um, so, they've played 32 matches. I mean, look, like, so, yeah, th- what he's doing right now, I've never seen Wait, in sorry. my life in the Premier League. No, like, not even close. It's, it's so baffling to me how, you know, like, like the thing is, it's weird because when you think about it, it's crazy, but it it just it doesn't feel so alienated right now to me. Like it doesn't feel like this is something like out of this world. But I'm just like, wow. Like, what is going on? But at the same time, like it's Haaland, <laughs> so it kind of seems it, normal. It's a strange one, isn't it? Like I said before we started out the pod, he's averaging over a goal a game. Yeah, he's good for a goal every time they step on the pitch. Yeah, what crazy. the fuck? Like it's fucking human. Yeah. It's, Again, it's funny how we was at a point where people were calling him like a tapping merchant and stuff like that. Like, what what was the last tapping he scored? Oh, I don't know. I was gonna, I was, I was gonna say to you as well. Um, last couple games, I've been seeing him play, and he's actually been like playing with the ball, you know, dropping the shoulder a little bit and whatnot. And it, when it when Haaland's like that, it's scary, man, because he's so big, he's so fast, and if he can drop the shoulder on you as well, man. <laughs> yeah, I was saying when obviously we watched Sherson game together. I thought that I think that might have been the best football I've seen Haaland play. Yeah. Obviously, he's had better games. You know, he scored five and his shit like that. But in terms of, like yeah. technical footballer, he looked he looked like a, he looked like a baller, didn't he? I mean, and that... then you add what he can do to all of that. You know? yeah. <laughs> when he went in between the two Arsenal players with like the stutter step, like kicked it into his right foot, like kicked it straight back across. So that's. But that's what small tricksy strikers do. Yeah. And he's like fucking a lanky yeah. ass swinging his <laughs> elbow at motherfuckers. And he's just fucking like dribbling through the two of you. Like, what is going on? I mean, uh, not so dim your sunshine with the Haaland thing with the Arsenal game, but it might have been because of Rob Holding. Maybe. But... <laughs> nah, but. You're Arsenal, so. Yeah. Fuck up. Nah, honestly, Haaland is a different kind of animal, man. He he is. He is Will he get 40 such... in the league? See, I don't know why. That's, that's, that's the big I, one. I, 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 I was, I was thinking about it in my head. I think he's gonna get thirty nine. Oh, that'd be tragic. I, th- I think he's gonna get thirty nine. I mean, it wouldn't be tragic. It would be mind blowing. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad for him. Shit, um, my heart. Oh, uh, my, my heart bleeds, bro. The, all, all the, all the bonuses he has every week to his paycheck. Oh, bleeds. Um. Nah, bro, I think he gets 39 and the next season he comes back, bro, trying to beat it. Somehow. Somehow. I mean, I'll be surprised if he beats it at Man City. Maybe there'll be a future where where he comes back to the Premier League after another move, something like that. But 
I don't. I mean, I'll be amazed if he can beat this. Like, how many weeks has he scored hat tricks in? It's fucking nuts. Bro, it was like back to back week, right? At the start of the yeah. season, when yeah. how, bro? How is a striker that's never played in the Premier League dominating the Prem so much? Just makes us look stupid, doesn't it? Like we spend all of our time telling everyone this is the best league in the world, and then you've got fucking Haaland just making us look like dickheads. Bro, it's hard to argue our point sometimes, you know. Oh, he's got a break for it. He's got to, man. I'd be... Oh. I mean, so he has 34 goals. He has six games left. So he has to score a goal every game. And he gets it. On average, yeah. Yeah. Which but, his average you is. You know, at, at some point, he'll get a brace. He might get yeah. another hat trick. But I mean, at the moment, Pep is changing and rotating a lot, isn't he? So yeah. for, he, he will miss a game, won't he? Probably through rotation at some point. Right, I'm just, um, just going to bring up Man City get... fixtures for the rest of the season. It's doable for sure, but I just it depends on how much Pep rotates because Pep's yeah. going to, especially if they make the Champions League final, and hypothetically they're ahead four points in the league. Like, there's no reason to start Haaland, is there? If no. you've got Alvarez, Foden I mean, on the bench. This is pretty mad. So, Man City play West Ham on the 3rd of May. Mm-hmm. Three days later, they play Leeds. Three days later, they play Real Madrid. Five days later, they play Everton. Three days later, they play Real Madrid. Um, then four, the final. Four, four days later, they play Chelsea. Three days later, they play Brighton. Four days later, they play Brentford. Uh, and then they get like a, like a week break to the final of the FA Cup. Yeah. That'll be his demise, I think. Pep, like possibly Pep's rotation, um, and he, he, you know he might pick up a little niggle, mightn't he? Because there's so much football to be played. Mm. You know he he might be out for two weeks or so. I'd love for him to break forty, just to cement how fucking nuts this year has been. It would be mad. I mean, looking at the looking at the fixtures, man, like West Ham, Leeds, Everton, he could score a hat trick against Brighton, Chelsea. Yeah, he could. He Less could... A... Oh God. Certainly less said last three teams, but the first three named, he could get a hat-trick on one of those, couldn't he? 100%. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if in two days we see him score a hat-trick. Yeah, literally. Like, after a day of this being live, he could be, like, one goal away. <laughs> yeah, literally. God, crazy bastard. Gonna yeah. rate think... it, though. Let, let's down his hair. Hat, they? Like... Oh, he just he loses his hairband, then just fucking picks one out in the corner, running. Oh, just fuck off in it. But what what a machine to anyone that doubted him. I hope I'm that you know how silly you are. Uh, just quickly, <laughs> anyone... I gotta ask yeah. this question: Mbappe or Haaland? Like who am I? Like who would who, I rather who are the have? Player, my... who, who's the better player right now? Who's the better player? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Mbappe is the better player. Uh, okay. Haaland is in the perfect system with the perfect manager with Kevin De Bruyne sitting behind him. Um, okay. But Mbappe as part of a whole... You know, if you made like a World eleven, like you're not even discussing Mbappe at left wing, are you? No. There's other strikers you can consider, I guess... Uh, it's kind of redundant though, and they do so. But the hardest thing in football is goals. You, you can't, you can't and, buy it, can you? If you can't score goals, you lose. Yeah, and it's starting to be a little bit proven that he's not just a tapping merchant either. So I think he's upping his football game. If 100%. you can even say the goals that. He score, his goals he's scoring are so much better. Like every time he shoots now, he looks like he could fucking score, doesn't he? No matter where yeah. he's shooting from. Whereas before, everything he was doing was only in the six yard box, but mm. now. Now the system's changing. Ironically, they go they go long a bit more now, don't they? Like football's just football's evolving. Like the so, best way to play football isn't always the best way to play football. If yeah. you have Haaland, pass it to fucking Haaland. <laughs> you don't need to make it complicated, do you? Sometimes. So ah uh, yeah, but oh that's, that's a horrible conversation. I'm sure one will be having a lot over the next few years, mm. which kind of perfectly strings into our last topic of the day. Probably a little bit early for this. Um, yeah. But I talked about it on Sky, so I thought it would be fun for us to touch on it. Um, obviously, give our opinion, because we are better pundits than Sky, obviously. Uh, absolutely. I mean, if it wasn't for the technical issues, we would have their jobs. 
technical difficulties. <laughs> we are limited here, mind, but it's fine. Mm. Um, the next topic. This is the big one. The the big the big fish. Mm. The the next Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah. I think there's, there's, it's fun because the conversation isn't done yet, right? So those no. competitions are still playing and stuff like that. So it's a bit of a fun speculation thing. It obviously depends on what people achieve. Yeah. Um, but the, I think the nominees, the nominees are kind of down to three or four already, aren't they? Depending on success levels, the mm. obvious, the obvious answer is you know, is is Leo, Leo Messi. That's not um, Shadow Ronaldo. It's not, no, unfortunately. Bro, have you goal, seen him play goals, at Al bro? His goals do not fucking count playing in front <laughs> of a thousand people. Um, yeah, obviously, the World Cup winner, player of the tournament, you know, almost every moment they needed him, he was there. The obvious shout, he'll be League One champion, knocked out early in the Champions League, which will hurt. Yeah. Um, and I believe they're late in one of their cups. I would I would have to fact check myself, but yeah. I believe they're late in one of their domestic cups. Um, but yeah, I think he's the obvious shot. How, how do you kind of feel about it? Because it's the tough thing about waiting international football, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, look, I think right now, if if everything stopped as it was, let's say there wasn't a UCL winner, whatever, it's mm-hmm. clear. It's clear. Messi, Messi does get the Ballon d'Or but with how everything turns out with Haaland he's let's be honest gonna break the record for goals scored um might win the Champions League uh might win the title might bro he might win a treble and break the the record the the treble as well FA Cup Champions League Premier League so if that happens it's gonna be hard to say Messi over him you know I totally agree. If they win the treble, I think two players could outplace Messi. I think yeah, depending K- on KDB how they and, play. KDB and Haaland, yeah. Potentially. Um, obviously, the, the World Cup is it, isn't it? If, yeah. if you could choose to win one cup in your entire football career, you'd choose to win the World Cup, wouldn't you? Yeah. Your nation, that one every four years, that's what you'd win. Um, but this is, you know, this is about consistency. And across a season, if they win... The treble, which obviously the Man United team's only done in the past. Yeah. Allen breaks all the records. You can't, you can't to, look yeah. at it soon. Do you I know don't what, think. During my, my little um, out the box, out the ordinary, the unorthodox pick would be. Mm, okay. <laughs> I've talked about this before. I don't know if I've talked about this on a podcast. Tell me a French striker that's won the... Pre- the... Sorry. Oh, fuck. No, they came second, didn't they? A French striker that came second in the World Cup. You're not talking about Giroud, are you? Fuck off. <laughs> previous champ, they won the Skidatol, the previous champion to Syria. Uh, and, and they're still in the UCL? You know? Yes. You know, he, 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 he could win the UCL. He came second in the World Cup. Yeah. Giroud's going to have to be up there, bro. He might not it win was... it, but he'll be up there. It would have been what would have been good actually if Napoli got really late, obviously, because then if they had won Serie A and potentially been Champions League finalists, we could have seen some and you know Napoli players proper up there, couldn't yeah. we? I don't think we would will now just because of the the favoritism towards different leagues, but <laughs> I don't think we'll see it, probably any of them in the top ten. What, maybe Ozeman in the top fifteen, something like that, maybe. I don't but know. I, don't, I don't know. That's not how they do it. To like see who's been dragging them, you know. For some hypotheticals, do Man City have to win the cha- the Champions League for either Haaland or KDB to have a shout? 100%. So without the Champions League, <laughs> essentially what you're saying is Messi gets it? Um, yeah, probably. But I feel like... Just, that's how heavy know. the World Cup is weighted, isn't it? Yeah, but I feel like if Haaland breaks the record, which probably will... If he wins the league, which he probably will, and he wins the FA Cup final, which let's hope he wins, not I think, right? FA Cup final? Yeah. And he wins that. And they made the final Champions League, but get yeah. came second. You think he'd be another shout then? 100%. He'd have to be, wouldn't he? He'd have to, yeah. he'd have to be top, top three when he made I mean, look, if they beat Real Madrid, 
they win the UCL. Yeah, I, I mean, the trouble is, is that he's never managed to get him over the line, but you'd be fucking amazed, wouldn't you, if they go to that final and don't beat one of the injured teams. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. difficult, isn't it? Cause, but then, obviously, personally, I'd love the Kevin De Bruyne shout if they win everything, because I think Kevin if, De you, if, you're, if, if you take one person out of their team that changes everything, it's him, isn't it? In my opinion, obviously Haaland is the, the, the go-to answer, but he is—he is everything. He the, is Man City. The only thing is, he—he he had a little bit of a slow start to the season, yeah. and his World Cup was stinky, stinky, stinky. Like, yeah, I mean, Haaland didn't even go. No, uh, true that, true that. I think though, I don't think Haaland. Uh, I don't think KDB will go over Haaland no, though. Nor, nor do I. Nor do I. I just think it's good to note it because. Yeah. The player, players like KDB, you cannot fucking teach it. No. You cannot... He, he Like him, people, the same kind of player like, you know, Ozil, people like that. The breaking lines, creative man who can do anything on the pitch. Yeah. They're just... They're worth their weight in gold. Yeah. You can, you can buy... There's always someone who's the top goal scorer of another league that you can go and buy. Yeah. Players that do what he does... Do not even exist all the time. I, I was gonna say it's pretty, it's pretty wild if you like think about it now, right? Tell me the next person that's kind of like on the highs of like what Prime Urza was, what KDB is. Like, tell me the next person that kind of pops into your head that kind of stature of assists. No, I just no, no, no one. like no one. Like those two. Moment. Like obviously KDB. Like you gotta give it to him. He's better. He's better than what Urza was. But like those two players, like Blasiel, man. Yeah, you know, that's just initial thoughts as well. I'm sure there's loads of players in the past, obviously, that have done that. But yeah. like, you think of people that could do it, you know, people like Edry, people like Odegaard, people like, like none of these players are looking like this level, are they? Could they, no. could they go on to be that? Yeah, of course. 100%. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, and then you look at, you know, midfielders like Enzo and stuff like that. Like, no one looks to be replicating what they're doing, no. do they? So is, is I it... just hope people give him the credit what he deserves, which he does get. until Because yeah. when he's gone, man, people will not realise the impact he has I mean, on that team. He, he's a forever Premier League Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah. yeah, it would be interesting. I'd like to do a Premier League all-time 11 in the off-season together, cool. yeah. um, which, let's be honest, you can't get right because there's so much opinion and nostalgia, but yeah. it would be fun because how, how, how can he not <laughs> get in there? Is I don't want to say out loud, but like, how, how can he not get in there? But uh, it would be an interesting topic. Yeah. I mean, I am, I'm super game for that, to be fair. Um, going back to well, the okay. Ballon d'Or, however, who, who do you think will win it then? It's it's it's. Do you think Man City are going to be in trouble? Um, if I were to hedge my bets, I like if I was at a bookies, um, I would bet Messi because I think anything but the Champions League will mean they'll give it to him yeah. because he won the World Cup. He was that guy. It was his big saving grace send off. And let's be honest, there is always a bit of favoritism in these things. This is the world we live in. Yeah. It will be the last time mm-hmm. he's ever in a contention for one of these. So. Anything but the Champions League, I think Messi would get. So if I were hedging my bets, I would say Messi. Yeah. To be bold, I I would love to see Haaland going up there in a fucking suit, his hair down. <laughs> oh my god. With sixty million goals in a season and just pick up that trophy. But would he be the youngest Ballon d'Or winner to win it? That is a great question. Let me quickly do some googling, but yeah, kind of, feel, kind of feels like he'd have to be. Yeah, he's not super young though. Like Messi or Ronaldo would have won one early as fuck, wouldn't they, in their career? But if uh... Messi's won seven now, even if you, even if he won it every year, he'd be like twenty five. Oh, so there's this guy. Oh, so Ronaldo, Ronaldo R nine or yeah R nine. I started this. At, there was this guy. Um, yeah, Ronaldo R9, so Ronaldo... You was going to say there was this guy, Ronaldo. Fucking Christ. Yeah. We'd have been cancelled, bro. Yeah, bro. So, um, so Ronaldo won it when he was 21 years old and 92 days. Well, how old is Haaland? Not that young, is he? I think he's 22, 23. 22, yeah. So who's after Ronaldo, does it say, or does it just say Ronaldo? Or do you just uh, Google the lowest? I just... Go to youngest, uh, youngest Ballon d'Or winners. 
God, It'd either be Messi or CR7, I'd imagine. Yeah, potentially. So here we go. So eight was Marcon Van Basten. Yeah. Uh, wait, what the fuck is this? Uh, yeah. When did he win it? Uh, twenty-four. Well, he was twenty-four. Don't uh, don't want to pronounce that. Cristiano Ronaldo is sixth. He won it when he was. Duh, 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 duh. Doesn't fucking say. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, cool. George Best was on there. Oh wow! He when he was twenty-two. Oh shit! Messi when he was twenty-two. Michael Owen. He won a Ballon d'Or. Yeah, man. Okay, now go on then. Ran a bit of trivia knowledge. Remember that? Damn, he won it when he was twenty-two and four days. So just after Whoa. his twenty-two twenty-second birthday. That's and, a present, Lars. And then Ronaldo when he was twenty-one. Wow. Fucking what hell. What was CR7? Why does it not say? <laughs> so... Re- he probably would have been 21 as well, wouldn't he? 22 as well, wouldn't he? Somewhere like that, 22, 23. So, uh, but I need to search this up, this is going to piss me off. Ronaldo's first Ballon d'Or. 23. Yeah. There we go. Okay, cool. Well, that rounds it off. I think some crazy topics. Teams are fucking flying. Teams are getting hammered. Um, I, In hindsight, I would have liked to talk a bit about Newcastle, but maybe save that for next pod. But yeah. they are fucking flying. We, we um, can do like a podcast, what has gone right for Newcastle this season. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Um, I think they need some fucking respect because they've also gone through ups and downs, which is a massive test of their character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm closing questions today. So I decided... Hmm. Uh, based off something we've talked about a little bit actually in our personal group chat. So I'm doing Arsenal summer signing. <laughs> pick one. Of, obviously, my theme is always my question. Pick one of the three. Yeah. Um, I've thrown one in that I know you won, and then two which have obviously been heavily rumored in the past. Yeah. Um, so the people that have been heavily rumored, uh, obviously Dex, so Rice. Yeah. Um, Caicedo. Yeah. And then personally, I know one which you'd like is Ivan Tony. I yeah. think they'll all be similar price tag. Rice probably the most out of these three, um, but it's going to cost a fucking hefty wedge of money mm. to get the Brentford's best player by yeah. far. So, obviously, a bit different positions: two centre midfielders and a striker. But mm. what do you think? Just as a fun topic, so, so ju- conversation. Ju- just sign one of them, yeah. You have to sign one of the three. Yeah, you See, miss I, out on the other two targets because I, of the money. Yeah, I I know. Like I really like Ivan Tony, but I think what we need is Declan Rice. Mm. Because I feel like, obviously, with Ivan Tony, striker, we, we got Jesus and, like, we have Balogun doing really well in the French league. Like, we, we can somehow, you know, get around and that Eddie. fact. We can somehow get around that fact. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, like, you know, scoring goals hasn't been a problem for us just because uh, Martinelli and uh, Saka's been doing bits. Yeah, I know got so many goals. So I think I would have to go for Rice, just to not elongate this conversation for too long. And so you're comfortably Rice over Caicedo as well? I think Rice, oh man, it's a, it's a difficult one, just because I'd love to have Caicedo and Partey playing, because mm-hmm. I'd basically replace Shaka with Caicedo. But I think with how old Partey is and how um, injury-prone he is, I think I'd rather replace Partey and have Shaka kind of just doing his thing because he has he doesn't really get injured. You can push Rice on as well, can't you? Rice has shared more of his goal yeah. scoring game recently, so Rice will be able to do both. Yeah, roles, you could potentially play Rice and Shaka. No, sorry, Partey. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, cool. I think yeah, I think the obvious answer is Rice, isn't it? But Kaiseli is going to have a super high ceiling, so it would be fun mm. to see him go. But you know. You know what you're getting out of Rice, don't you, is the obvious answer. Tell you what, also, I know some people are saying about who's the guy from Everton, their CDM? Onana. Yeah, that guy. He's he's, been... he, he's a bowler. Well, he... not so much of a bowler, he's a destroyer. Yeah, he's, a, he's the destroyer of the balls. Yeah, he'll fuck your shit up. And obviously, <laughs> if they get relegated, he'll be there yeah. for an easy penny. Because he, he only joined this year as well, so he'll almost definitely have a relegation clause in there. So yeah. where obviously if someone bids, he'll be allowed to leave. For a Premier League would, team. Would they have a relegation clause? They wasn't on track of relegation, were they? Well, they, they stayed up on the last game of last year, didn't they? Remember? Who is it? Fuck. Yeah, they stayed up on the last game of last year. 
at Goodison wow. Park. Maybe then. Yeah, man. We'll yeah, see what happens. Good, I think this might be a very interesting uh, transfer window, you know? Yeah, of course, and we'll be here covering it. But yeah, good episode. Lots yeah. of drama and lots more to come as well. Yeah, well, thank you guys for watching. Uh, we actually sorted everything for today, so I hope you enjoyed it as well on your bank holiday, <laughs> uh, bank holiday Monday if you're watching from the UK. And we'll be back next Saturday, right? Yeah, man. See you later, people. See you guys. Bye.